ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. On this evening's episode, we have Peter and Tim, and we are going to be disgusting, disgusting. Dis- yeah, we are disgusting. We, we might be disgusting Freudian in this slip. one. Yeah, we might be disgusting in this one. Uh, just so you know, depending on your taste in, well, a lot of things, I guess. But we are going to be covering RuPaul. The life, the times, the career, the people she's brought to fame. Um, yeah, I haven't watched a lot of RuPaul's Drag Race. Only what I've seen snippets, like very small amounts at your place. But um, for me, it started back in the 90s. And I actually had to have Peter remind me how RuPaul got famous in the 90s. Did you want to take it from here, Peter? Tim? Yeah. Supermodel? No, get the microphone in front of you. It would be Supermodel. Uh was actually the thing that got RuPaul on the stage, her her album. Uh, Supermodel of the Year, I think. Or, not actually sure what the album was called, but it had that song, Supermodel. Uh, and it kind of like, you know, uh, put RuPaul forward to the world and and the thing was was oh this is a guy what wait a minute doesn't look like a guy no that's not a guy really and it was the first time well the big thing <clears throat> i think is you're right tim 1993 and we got supermodel coming out and we all know supermodel we've heard it if you haven't look it up it's a great song um but it's what that leads to and that leads to uh, what becomes now the first drag queen who is representing as a female, as a model. And that's for MAC Cosmetics. And RuPaul gets that contract. I believe it was MAC, but I could be wrong. And when I first saw RuPaul on TV, I, I remember asking either my mom or my dad. I'm like, oh, who's that, dad? Oh, that's RuPaul. Oh, who's RuPaul? And, you know, he, he was having trouble explaining it. But but then he's like, did you know that RuPaul is actually a man? I'm like, what? Like, like, it is hard to believe. Like, you sit there and you stare for as long as you like, and it's still hard to believe. Well, I believe it was RuPaul who said that uh, her persona, Ru, um, is uh, a little bit of Dolly Parton. One part Dolly Parton, I think it was, two parts Cher. And, but the strategic thing that she did was she took the, a lot of the sexuality out of her act so that mom, pa, beer can could enjoy her. Yeah. And it worked. She made herself um, <clears throat> accessible to the everyday person. Yeah. Right? Which is really what she needed to do. Yeah. Had, and, had to make it a little more common class yeah and then of course with drag race she's been just been furthering furthering the whole thing of drag race uh, drag as a style of entertainment not a 
weird thing that gay people do in bars. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, drag shows have been around for years, right? I'm actually a real big fan of drag shows from, like, 30, 40 years ago. Um, just, but that was just at a bar sort of thing, right? This is actually giving people that do that sort of art um, a, a venue and a place and a place in the media too because, um, I mean, a lot of these queens when they're on RuPaul, when they get off, they're doing professional careers as um, design, makeup, uh, some of them do professional drag shows in Las Vegas. I mean, it just takes them places that, without RuPaul, they might not have gotten there, right? Yeah. And and that's the key. Not that there aren't or weren't, I don't know how they, much they are still, um, other venues that were much along the same thing as RuPaul being with Matt Cosmetics. Um, I really hate to disappoint a lot of you guys out there who are like looking back at your old issues of Sports Illustrated. But the Bailey's girl, nine times out of ten, is a guy. Oh yeah. wow! Yeah, that was Surprise. actually that was a contest that was held for several years in Toronto, uh, and that was the Bailey's girl, and that was a drag show. Good old Toronto. Yeah, we're so so again. A lot of these things. That was the only career you either worked in bars, right, or you took the other route where you became a female impersonator and worked in more. Um review type things as opposed oh, to bars like okay. casual falls we gotta hold on a sec now because <gasps> now we got one of those things that i wanted to bring up oh, okay go ahead the difference between drag and a female impersonator oh god man you could have a podcast just on just, that question well well can we get like a brief cole's notes um I'm going to do my best. Okay. Right? Well, because there's probably going to be doing, other I'm ones saying this up. because I could very easily offend a lot of drag queens out there. Okay. And so, I don't want to be doing that. Right? So but we are being very generalized. Very, very generalized. Um, um, Sorry. <laughs> the female impersonator, right? And and if I go back to to what I would think, right, from back when I was young, right, and uh, in my 20s, and for me, the attitude was is that if I was seeing a female impersonator, he was straight. He was a crossdresser. And that a drag show, more than likely they were a gay guy. But in the intervening years, that that has just been blown right out of the water on both sides. So that rule of thumb is definitely not true. Um, the and, and just as an example, we had uh, was it Maddie 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 Maddie. God help me here, Tim. Maddie Morphosis. just recently on the last uh, RuPaul, right? And who identifies as straight. So there we are, right? The first heterosexual oh. uh, drag queen on RuPaul in 14 years. That's wow. correct, yeah. All right, so... Um, so then that goes against... So, so like yeah. I said, that rule has been blown out of the water. One of the things that I've always argued about is that the female impersonator is usually, one, attempting to impersonate a known female, like Cher or someone else, right? Blah, oh, blah, okay, blah. yeah. And it's a very set persona that they're looking for. And there's also, um, within the female impersonator, we lose camp. Camp as a sense of humor is no longer there. And that's kind of that thing in 
drag queens where I would say is the female, but over the top. Yeah. Right? That little bit more, that exaggerated aspect of beauty so that it can be undeniable. So then where would Dame Edna fall? Dame Edna would fall into the drag queen because of the camp. Because of the the humor, right? And again, would also fall into the drag community because it's a persona, not a celebrity. And also apparently straight. I believe so, yes. 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 And like that, incredibly, right? Like we're talking metamorphosis, right? And yet, uh, Dame Edna is probably one of the most famous from Britain, right? And he identifies as straight. So, question mark, right? There you go. So, can straight men do drag? Oh, man, you better believe it. There's a great movie out, by the way. It was just recently out. You and I saw it. What on? Can we say it? Prime? Maybe. Well, I can't remember which one it was anyway, so you'd have to look it up. But I can't even remember the title. But the gist of it was, was a drag, a, ma- a straight male singer couldn't find a job. The only place that would hire him was a drag show. Victor Victoria. Well, not Victor Victoria. No, no. This is the one we just saw. Had a guest appearance by RuPaul, I thought. Let's but, back up a little bit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm over-talking the mic. You're too close. He's too far. <laughs> but you remember, it was the, the comedy. Right? And we had, well, we saw a lot of the people who were contestants on drag race oh, oh, oh yeah 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 were, were part of the drag show mm-hmm. yeah. and the main character was a straight guy doing drag and that was what three years ago two years yeah. ago right yeah. can't remember the name though. sorry about that guys look it up on ibm i'm sure they'll be able to find it it's funny uh at my work i keep having google call me and say excuse me sir i'm from google can you please let us know what your hours of operations are and next time they do, I'm going to tell them just to Google it. <laughs> I'm like, you guys know everything anyway, so why not? I think by now they would know it. Okay, so uh, what was RuPaul's birth name? Do we know that? Uh, RuPaul's birth uh, birth name is, <laughs> is, is um, RuPaul. That's actually his first name. RuPaul Andrew Charles. RuPaul Andre Charles. Andre, okay. Yeah, yeah and RuPaul, again, um, it's a uh, from his mother, the Ru, and it's a references uh, Louisiana gumbo and the Ru that we used that you would use to make the sauce, mm-hmm. and she wanted to add part of their heritage into his name, and that's, or at least that's how RuPaul himself tells the story, and that's how he got named RuPaul. Hmm. The more you know, shooting star. Yeah, yeah there you go. Do, 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 do. You are a superstar. RuPaul is a French name, isn't it? No, no, it's it's Louisiana. Um, it would be French in any way. Yeah, so it would it, be uh, it, Acadian. You you would get that in Louisiana because they do speak. Right. Yeah. Acadian. Yeah. You you still got to get closer to that. It's closer so, to that. So Tim, you'll see these two prongs here. Yeah. These two little prongs, mm-hmm. if you're not in the middle of that, it's not hearing you. All right. And and that's good, too. You're at a good distance. Well, okay. So, um, RuPaul has had a music career. How many? Oh, God. Spanning 30 years, I guess. 30? Yeah, about 30 years. 
87, I think, was a supermodel. I thought it was 93, but oh, who's going to quibble over years? But but certainly, that's definitely a 30-year element there. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and remember, right? Rue and was remember, born 30 in 19- years ago isn't the 70s. Yeah, and, well, no, Rue was born in 1960. Well, right? I know, but... Yeah, I'm just saying, right? So I'm just saying, 61, time goes so 30-year career, now. still going. And I think the big thing to talk about from her career is the sort of standing joke right that's on drag queen drag race all the time right now and that's it available on itunes um so if you're wondering how many hits itunes would be a good place to look or imdb or yeah you uh put a couple on when i was over at your place the other night and i actually remembered a couple of them actually it might have been the video itself where i said dad who is this girl and so he's like oh well, it's actually a man but you know. Yeah, I think he's a producer back as in, well. Oh, now he is. Yeah. Oh, now he's just about everything. Designer, perfume maker, probably. He probably has a line of clothes, mm-hmm. you know. His own line. This year he had a line of chocolate bars. Really? That's right, yeah. Well, I hope they don't taste... Lucky girl got the golden one. I well, I hope they know. don't taste like... Uh, who, who's that chick who made the vagina-scented candles? Um... Well, I don't know, but I'm she curious runs, now. She runs. Goop. I'm not. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow. Is it Gwyneth Paltrow? Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow. Huh. Yeah, I think it's her. Yeah, it is Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Bleh, bleh. So, anyways, she has a vagina scented candle where you light it and it smells specifically like her vagina. I'm Apparently. not buying one. I'm not getting one. You're not getting one? No. Why is that, no. Peter? Well, Tom Cruise, as we've had this conversation before on this podcast. There's no dick or ball sack scented candles. Well, until he produces one. <laughs> until you get one. <laughs> right, Tom Cruise, that's out to you. New product line, man. Balls in your court, Tommy. <laughs> Oh, man. And disgusting it is. <laughs> but but the key is, and, and remember, even before Supermodel, right, she did have a television talk show um, and had appeared, right, on just a lot of talk shows prior to her getting her show. And that's going back in the late 80s. Um, and then, you know, I would have to say the big top of her career right now for almost anyone is did she not do a full week on saturday night live mm-hmm. yeah, yeah she was a guest on saturday night live uh, uh last year actually it's really funny too i should watch that one yeah. that'd be good yeah really good i just hope saturday saturday night live is still funny because it's been a well, while it's since the same I've thing as it, it always so. was right 80 percent not but you get 20 percent that ah oh, real chuckles Mm. And that 80% is probably because we're Canadian. <laughs> and they're I making fun of their it, news. Eh? It's political. We don't understand. And that's so funny because the producer, Lorne Michaels, is completely Canadian too, right? Oh. Yeah. He's from Canada. Hey, Tim, at any time, feel free to pet the cat. Okay, cool. Yeah, she likes it. But certainly the world knows RuPaul's because of Drag Race. Yeah. That is certainly where everything just turned around. Well, how often do you start singing the Shantae song? 
Uh, way too often. Like, wait, uh, like, <laughs> but, that, but even that's that's prior to RuPaul, right? Because that's supermodel, right? You know, so and that's been standard for me, anyways. Yeah, for a very long time in my life. Oh man, he says with a knowing smile. So many times, Peter's... for me, it's the song "Jealous of My Boogie." You know, come on, it says it all, man. Jealous of my boogie. Wow, he knows the lyrics. Nope. <laughs> That's pretty much nope. it. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I nailed it then. <laughs> yeah. There's nailed a lot it. of repetition in RuPaul's songs if you actually pay attention. Well, that's sometimes what makes a good song. The only problem is, is when it just like drags on too long. Well, hers never do. Like the Funk Soul Brother, that song. That that that's a bit much. Right about yeah. now, the Funk Soul Brother. Redundant, eh? Yeah, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> all we are saying is give peace a chance, and that's literally all they are saying. It's <laughs> so funny, you can't remember it, right? <laughs> the line not... was said like 30 times in the song, and you Did... still can't remember it, right? <laughs> Did you not realize that, Peter? All we are saying is give peace a chance, and that's literally all they are saying in the whole song. <laughs> Good thing Beatles are on the list for later on. I don't know if it's this season, next season, or six years from now, but... We'll get to it. Sarah's a big Beatles fan, but um, no, everything I've seen RuPaul in has been hilarious when she's trying to be hilarious, entertaining when she's trying to be entertaining, and fabulous when she's trying to be fabulous. So, yeah, I, I, I think that's the key. Yeah. You know, regardless of whether you want to pinpoint her as a drag queen or what, she's just uh, a well-rounded, versatile, versatile yeah. um, actor, actress. Yeah, and I never followed her career at all, like at all, right? I was, it wasn't really my era either, right? I'm young in the 90s when she's really starting to take off and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm, I'm worried about Ninja Turtles and stuff like that, not ladies in dresses singing almost disco-y songs, kind mm -hmm. of. Yeah. Dance tunes for sure. Definitely dance tunes, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so, is there an outfit that you saw Rue want wear at some point, and you know, just had that one? Wow, holy crap! That's hard to put it down to one. I would have to say that there's been a lot. Um, I have noticed, and if Rue's listening, um. I do like the fact that in the later years, there seemed to be that she got very stiff in her emotion and wasn't, for the longest time, she was challenged, I believe, by a lot of people online to show leg again. Um, and I'm glad that we're seeing the leg again, right? But not just the leg, we're seeing a lot more versatility in her dress designs, from full gowns to, you know, um, pantsuits to whatever, right? 
um, and to split skirts and the whole thing. So it's it's actually in that way. But to pin down the one itself that I really liked or one that I really didn't like, no, I've just seen so many. It would be just so hard to narrow it. But she always does look fab. How old is Rue? I'm trying to find it here. She is 62. Or will be 62 this year. Will be 62. 61. She'll be 61 this year because I'm 59. Oh, okay. She was born in November 1960. 1960. Not that I'm a fan or anything. No? No. No. Not that you remember to call her on her birthday every year. Well, I do can tell you that it's November, but I'm not sure of the date. Now, a true fan would know the day. <laughs> now, I got a feeling that, like, no, I don't I don't even want to say it, but, like, if, if Rue were to die, that would be an icon for a community that I don't know if they have an icon ready to replace her. You know what I mean? It's like losing Michael Jackson or Elvis or, you know, like a, a big icon. I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Uh, and not... Not specifically the gay community, but certainly for the drag community. There's yeah. just no major icon that that's big. There are some people, I think, who are grooming or being groomed um, to take that position, possibly. Well, uh, what was that one? The, the, the super bitch that... Oh, um, Del Rio. Bianca, Bianca Del Rio. Bianca Del Rio. Yeah. I could see her taking over but that's when it becomes a different can you say different clown yeah well, like without it being such because like it's 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 i think the bianca, same, but it's not the same as it's a it's i think you're art, right bianca a, is is too too much of the campy cut down comedy yeah, it, clown. it's it's Right, whereas RuPaul is more more rounded. It's really hard to find anyone to replace yeah, RuPaul yeah, because she what is I mean. so well-rounded. Um, names that come to mind are a lot of the people we've seen on the show. Um, uh, for, for As a Canadian, I'm going to throw it out there because I do think she'd be great at it, and she's doing great on Canadian Drag Race, and that's Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights yeah. But Brooklyn Heights isn't can't carry comedy as well as Ru. That yeah. would be her weakness. Yeah. She's a dancer. Yeah. yeah. Now... Um. Uh, what's her name? Oh, she's never won anything, Tim. Oh, I th- actually, I think she did win one. Uh, Shangri-La? No. Um, Shangela. Oh, Shangela. Okay. Shangela. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. I think probably she would be the one. And it's weird because, like, like I said, she's never won except for I think once in All Stars. Um, and it was you know, but she's just very well-rounded right yeah and has taken the show and the one the one drag queen that i would say that from the show took it and just became really famous on her own especially in the states is shangri-la now i mean i'm saying that name wrong san shan say angela with a sh shangela 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 Shangela. 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 Hey, Shangela. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I do. She's just there and all of these back. She's not on TV, but she's in the public eye media-wise. Yeah, she's getting a lot of exposure everywhere. Now, has the RuPaul Drag Race done different iterations? So there's like a Canada one, there's a US one, there's an Australian one, so on and so forth. And drag is 
is the so same across the world and so different. Um, the first real spinoff from Drag Race, I think, would have been, um, well, there was the school, right? And that's not there anymore. Um, drag school or whatever it was called. But the first one that I remember was Drag Race Thailand. Oh, man, you want to see some pretty gowns. You want to see some really, really, really um, intricate um, costume work? Definitely Thailand. Good comedy? Drag Race England, right? Drag well, Race, yeah. Drag, drag, drag Race UK was, well, it, it tends to be funny. You, you do get a lot out of there. Mrs. Brown, she's yeah, out of that yeah, area. Yeah. Um, Australia? Another heterosexual drag queen. There you go. There's three. See, yeah. we're finding them all tonight. Australia, right, is fun. It's just really fun, right? You know, there's not as much hype on it. We all know what Canada's like. I'm not sure about the panel judging, but, you know, some of them are doing that. Oh, Peter, you might actually have to explain what Canada is like because we are definitely not just in Canada. So, oh, well, yeah. in... in Whereas RuPaul, and it changes are actually across the globe, depending upon. So I'm thinking it has to do with, because they're competitions, right? So it has to do with what their laws governing competitions would be. And I think in Canada, you can't judge, be the sole judge of a competition because it's considered unfair. So it has to be a panel judge of some kind. So in Canada, the judging is done by a panel vote, Right. Between the final lip sync and all oh, that. So just like your America's Got Talent and stuff like that. Yeah, whereas in RuPaul, RuPaul is the final judge. Oh. Right? Right? And she is in England. They didn't have a panel. They just said RuPaul is the final judge. Um, UK. Um, uh, uh, Netherlands had a panel, much like Canada. Funny that their lottery laws get in the way of each country and how they put the show together, right? Oh, you want to tell me about lottery laws, do you? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, because do in you? England, they only give a pin to the queens that win any competition. They give a pin. There's no money. Um, in the States, I it's just like $10,000 each <laughs> challenge. You get cash if you win. Uh, in Canada, it's it's a prize, but it's a cheaper prize because they have a lottery law here as well. Yeah, yeah. You do get a they? coupon. Do they? I only signed seven papers the other day because of it. But yeah, and like, and so Netherlands, Spain. Uh, there was one in South America that I haven't heard a lot about. Thailand, U.S., U.K., Australia, Canada. And now there's the world version of it, which is where they're taking drag queens who have appeared in the other shows from different places in the world and competing together for a world title. The only one has been done so far. And that was uh, UK versus the world. So, but. Okay. So, uh, which show is the oldest that's still going then? Uh, the oldest still going is the original Drag Race. Okay. And what season is it on? It is right now on season 14, but it's been Holy around longer crap. than 14 years because there are a couple of those. There, at the beginning, there were about two years apart sometimes. I didn't know there was that many of yeah. them. Yeah, we just finished season 14. Good ending, good ending. Way to go, little pill. Little so pill. does that mean that the show started shortly after Survivor? 
I wouldn't know when Survivor started, yes. but I guess so, yeah. <laughs> do I look like someone who watches Survivor? Come on, radio audience, I really, do I you. look like someone? <laughs> I, they can't see you, for one. Radio audience. A yeah. little after I moved here uh, with Michelle uh, from Alberta it was when Drag Race started. We started watching it out, out here in Ontario. Hmm. Good times. Good yeah, times. Right. So the second spinoff is All Stars. So that would be the next longest run. Yeah. And it's at what now? Season seven? Season eight? Seven, I think, yeah. Seven. Uh, Canada has had two. Uh, Australia, three, I think, now. We've only had two seasons? We've only had two seasons of Drag Race Canada. That's kind of sad. Have we had two seasons? Yeah, we have had two. Yeah. Are we one of the higher com- uh, countries that's had them? Like... Uh, I think it's um, way to go Canada. I think it's just really difficult to do business here, and we just have a lot of high production costs. Yeah. Not when it comes to movies, because I just passed one the other day on Ottawa Street. Yeah. I, I'm not sure, but it does seem to be something along those lines, because right, we're just not seeming to be able to garner. Uh, and we would have thought that we would have had one. But from the international ones, we were third. Well, fourth. Thailand, UK, Australia, Canada. Well, the funniest thing that come out of Canada in the last couple of years has been Justin Trudeau. We're not talking politics. No, we're not. <laughs> Still funny I would have to thought... rip on him, though. Oh, so uh, how long do you figure it takes to do the average Rue makeup? I wouldn't want to guess, but that's Raven's job. Who's Raven? Raven's Drake Queen. Who and where did she go after appearing on RuPaul several seasons? She became RuPaul's makeup manager. But in truth, as well, um, the makeup is done. The makeup and hair and dress is done by what is it? Ten people? Do, ten different people? Yeah, it's supposed to be like ten people in sixteen hours. I think it is. But Raven is the manager. She leads it all, I believe. Yeah, she's the prime, the prime makeup artist. How many hours? Sixteen. That can't be right. Maybe that six. That can't be right. Maybe six. But, you know, um, the segments of judging are very short, right, where she appears. Mm. Right? And, I, and during the actual show in between, uh, she's not appearing in makeup. She appears as RuPaul. Right? Which I still don't... I can recognize her easier as RuPaul in drag than I can as RuPaul out of drag. <laughs> you could walk past me on the street and I wouldn't see him, but RuPaul, I'd be noticing. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's kind of weird, eh? Yeah, Where yeah. your persona outweighs your actual person. Kind of funny. So we're on a half an hour. Anything else we want to talk about? Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Tim on the spot here. Can I did it oh. on the way here. He yeah, is, yeah, do it. Right on the way here, I asked him one question, and he's had all this time to think about it now. Right now, and I'll and I'll be right up front. And I'll tell you mine favorite lip sync. Um, lip sync challenge at the end of the show. We all know it. Any of us who follow drag drag race, right? And for me, right, it's All Stars season two, and it was the lip sync against Raven and Juju B. Right, and if you haven't seen it, 
I would recommend see, seeing it. Make sure you have a box of Kleenex. You will probably cry. It is so beautiful. I don't know. Last time I cried was at the end of the newest Ghostbusters. It was really funny. They were supposed to be competing against each other and they're best of friends. And uh, the song they sing is, uh, oh, what, what, what is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, Dancing by Myself, right? Which if you listen to the words about it, it's someone seeing their boyfriend, girlfriend or whatever with someone else and they're just going to watch and dance by themselves in the background. Right, so they're singing this to, but they forgot. They forgot they were on show. They forgot RuPaul and the judges. They forgot everything, and they sing it to each other. And it's oh, so powerful. What yeah. Stuff. Well, probably a lot of people have been there, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly that. So, Tim, what's your favorite lip sync? <laughs> Yes, that evil cackle was me. <laughs> Actually, that would have been this year. Willow Pill and um, uh, who who did Willow Pill before she, like, she was just about to go home, remember? Willow Pill, yeah, remember? And she had to lip sync. Yeah, yeah. No, I just... And then Willow ended up um, winning, so even better. Yeah. Good for Willow. Okay, so what about not lip sync, just overall favorite? Bianca. You know, personality, costume-wise, makeup-wise, whatever, right? Like overall favorite person that's been on the drag race. Granted, there's over 14 years, so good luck. Artistic, though. That is a big question, right? <sighs> Trinity the Tuck, maybe. But Evie, oddly, Evie is really, she's good, right? Trinity the Tuck, well, I guess it's the ones, you know, I got to go with, like, like I remember Bianca DeRail, Juju B, Raven, um, Trinity the Tuck, um, Trinity to Tuck? Trinity the Tuck. Oh, the Tuck. Yeah. Uh, okay, she, just... she, you can go online and, 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 and see her videos on how to tuck yourself to be drag. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Okay, <laughs> just letting you know if you ever have the need. Yeah, that's where it, you're well, if the cosplay well, reason but this is, comes up, maybe. But this is also informative for any of those people out there who might be thinking about drag. Right, and not sure about it. And a lot of these names that we're throwing out, right, like Trinity the Tuck, Trixie Mattel, right, um, even Maddie Morphosis, um, great places to start on the internet. And, and I'm sure all of these drag queens would more than help you. And one of the things that Trinity the Tuck is known for is her videos online about the proper way to tuck your privates to give you the perfect pussy, to hide the wiener. And, play that and everything else. <laughs> That's how you play hide the wiener by yourself. It's a fun game if you know how to play it right. What was that one? <laughs> what happened? Nothing, you're all right? Yeah, he's good. Something about hot dogs. <laughs> Something about hot dogs. 
Well, you know that one sexual position, Tim. Two dogs in a bathtub, that's where you try and put both your nuts in their butthole. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Good two, times. Yeah, Good times. Yeah, two dogs in the bathtub. All right, well, this has been brief, but there's... there's. Well, there's only, you know, like, like RuPaul phenomenon that she is, right? And uh, without a doubt, but well, for greatness so- can be really put... It can be really brief. I think it's the first celebrity we've done that's not dead. Well, that's good. That's nice to see that we're beginning to get some. Actually, I think it's the first celebrity to have their own. Oh, there. Oh, true that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That definitely says something about her as a character, as a persona, as yeah. a person. Well, besides Betty White, but that was more of a memorial. But that's back to the and, still living. And even thing. that, that was tied in with four other people, the four Golden Girls. Right? Yeah. With three other people, not four. Four in total. Yeah. Right. Three plus one. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, no, it was certainly fun. It was certainly for me, right? Um, I know I'm a nerd and all that, but I got some. You know how? <clears throat> you have homosexual tendencies. Well, no, but you know how all of us nerds, right? We get together in groups, right? And we've got that one outlining nerdum that doesn't fit with any of the other group <laughs> and rupaul except for except for like tim right there is no other people to talk to about rupaul right within the nerd circle i'm in right i could talk about gaming i could talk about computers i could talk about possible displacement of future dystopias sorry right? i'm straight <laughs> peter god <laughs> Well, I don't mean to be elitist, but <laughs> but it was a fun topic. But hey, in 20 years, we'll have another podcast and talk about the people that RuPaul made famous 20 years before. Right? Oh, there you, go. there you go. Yeah. All righty. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our look at, well, our brief look at RuPaul and some of her achievements and some of the people she's brought up from places we wouldn't have been able to find them from. You know, put some small towns on the map. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have a good night, and we will talk to you next week. Take it easy. Night, all. <laughs>